0: live from the average joe nation studios in saint Clair, missouri this is the average joe podcast a show that proves that in this crazy world a combination of common sense and a c plus average is actually a superpower sure he's crazy but what if he's right please welcome your host damon gilbert All right, all right, I'm finally back on the air. I tell you, I've, it's been quite a couple of days. Uh, I'll, I'll bring you up to date. I, uh, I normally don't do anything on the weekends as far as uh, podcasts, as you've well learned. I just don't, I can't seem to work it in because it, and I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but this is kind of, kind of involved, getting a podcast out there, a quality one. And one that's consistent and one that makes sense. And, you know, you try your best to edit the the best you can. I I don't do a lot of editing, which you can probably tell. But uh, uh, it does. It does. By the time you do the research, which I do anyway. I do the research anyway. But uh, uh, by the time you do that and you put it all together, you're talking, you're talking, what, two hours? Two hours a day to work it into your day. And i don't know about you but try and work two hours of anything into your day it's pretty hard to do sometimes it's pretty hard to do but anyway enough about me what i wanted to get to was well i wanted to bring you up today too i uh i attended a uh of uh an event over the weekend it was a, a for those of you who don't know i i, I uh kind of like i, I, I got a, a kind of a side gig i saw i have a hot dog uh, stand that I, I Attend the uh, events at, and I sell hot dogs. Anyway, point is, it's a trailer, and it was uh, a huge event with the the people that were there. Uh, it was called Ridgestock. It was a church in Sullivan, Missouri, which is just a few miles past us. It's actually my hometown, and um, I was invited to be there. There were two or three other trucks, and this particular church, it's it's a church event, and they have a they have a small church, and they have several. Uh, sermons on Sundays so what they were gonna do is they were gonna bring everybody together at one time and have it have it in the fairgrounds in this city or town and so they were expecting between three and four hundred people which if you've got I had there were there were two other food trucks between the three of us we could we could handle that not a problem at all well by the time it started there were over 1200 people there it was massive it looked (laughs) <laughs> it looked like a rock concert it really did, they had a big stage set up it, it was really quite a really neat um, uh, event it really was, and I, again I'm, I'm not the most religious guy in the whole world and so I, I don't I don't go into this stuff I, don't, I, I probably would not have attended I'll put it this way, I probably would not have attended it if I hadn't been working it and my wife and I were, anyway, long story short I ended up getting a heat exhaustion and I had to be taken away by ambulance to the, to, the, uh, to the emergency room, which was about a quarter of a mile away. And I spent about two and a half hours, three hours in the ER. Uh, they gave me fluids, that kind of thing. I came out of it. I was fine. They thought maybe I was having a heart attack, but turns out the nurse said I was really in good shape. So, no, that wasn't it. But anyway, the bottom line, and what I'm getting to here, uh, is kind of in a roundabout way, uh, what do they say? Long story, short. Well, I turn the short story into a long story. I tend to do that quite a bit. But anyway, uh, the point is, I c- could not be more thankful to the people in that church. Um, I won't use her last name, but Susan and Casey were just super. They came. Susan was the organizer from Ridge Church in Sullivan, one of, one of the nicest people you'd ever want to run across. And when I went down, My wife was there by herself. We had a line of people waiting to get fed that was probably I would say three or four hundred feet long Uh, and I mean they just stepped up. They walked in and just started one the Susan had worked at fast food. She said she knew what was going on. She just needed direction. Uh, and they took over and they they took care of it all and and I couldn't be more thankful to those people It, it was really really touching that someone would do that for me And uh, you know again, it's it's hot dogs uh, it, It's gourmet hot dogs. There's, there's a little more to it than that But but at the end of the day, it ain't exactly rocket surgery if you want know what I mean So they were able to they were able to take care over and um, and, and fill in for me And I was I couldn't have been happier uh, I, I felt blessed i really did and i don't go around saying that very much because i try to put on a persona of it being kind of a hard ass and you know a curmudgeon somebody that's in a bad mood 90 percent of the time or even higher percentage and every once in a while something like that will touch me and and it, it would really make me feel good that uh, that people were willing to to go to the that extra length to to take care of us it, it was really nice so you know I, uh and here here the bottom line is here and where I'm what I'm getting to at the end of the day after i'm thanking everyone is I was sitting there prior to my event you know when I when I went down I was sitting there and I was watching I was watching from afar we we were at kind of the back of this this thing and I saw all these people there and I saw the American flags flying I saw kind of a camaraderie, a community getting together. No masks, no purple hair, um, no, I'm assuming they, they were probably all of a conservative view. And at one point, one particular point, they were playing a song. And, and by the way, the band was fantastic. I don't. They're from Rolla, Missouri, which is down the road of peace. They were, they were just excellent, excellent band. <laughs> And in the background, there was a train going by. There, the tracks run right along this fairgrounds, and there was a train going by. And I took a picture, or my wife took a picture of that, that particular moment, where that all these people from Middle America, the people, the flyover flyover people, that you know, the people that the the coasts dismiss as insignificant, you know, that's us. That's us, that's who's insignificant. They think we're insignificant. They think that the coasts are only ones that know really how the world works. And I got news for those people. I was standing there watching this and all these people there, uh, you know, faith, they, they have their faith, they have freedom, they have camaraderie. Uh, and this train was going by and I thought to myself, this is what America's all about right here. And, and uh, again, I don't get emotional very often but i saw all these children running around it was a it was an event for basically uh, you know they wanted kids to be there they had bouncy houses they had uh, say a water set up a water park kind of thing it was really really cool and again just between me and you, you know, don't let this out of the, the cat out of the bag but i'm a bit of a softy at heart you know when you get right down to it i i put this persona on and i'm a badass which i mean not a badass but a hard ass and i am most of the time but every once in a while something like that will happen and i know it probably has happened to you and and uh, you'll see something and it affects you uh and this was one of those times and i'm going to put as you can see the picture is on uh, on the website on on the the uh this version of the podcast on this date and, and it, it really is it kind of symbolizes what america is all about and what we're kind of fighting for and we're, what we're seeing as we go along we are, we're beginning to see that um, be threatened more or less and and uh, i find that i find that a really a terrible thing for america i really do because at the end of the day that's what that really is what america is all about right there that it, it, and you'll see what i'm talking about when you see the picture so now we're going to get to the business at hand i was going to talk about biden today uh, president though in quotation marks believe me because at the end of the day the 2020 election was stolen this guy is actually not our president so but i will call him president just for for the sake of uh uh, simplicity okay uh, he said over the weekend he said biden mourns uh, brave right-wing americans if you want to fight against the country you'll need an f-15 now this is the same guy this is the same guy who just painted i believe it was thursday he was at the democratic national committee fundraiser in washington and he had what they would call a basket of deplorables moment. I believe if you're familiar with Hillary Clinton during the 2016 election, she had had referred to everyone who was a Trump supporter as a deplorable. And they think that that probably hurt her to the point where she couldn't recover. Because what you're doing is you're taking at least half of the country and you're telling them that somehow or other that they are evil and that's never a good thing for a politician it's never really a good thing for anybody to do i've never understood why businesses have that uh do that when they take a stand one side or the other and you end up losing half your customer base because of it i've never understood that this this is not good strategy Uh, and i I can't stand joe biden Uh, I, i absolutely despise this man but what he had said on thursday was he said he said well what we're seeing now is the beginning or the death knell, which I'm not even sure what that means of an extreme MAGA philosophy. It's not just Trump. It's the entire philosophy that underpins the, I'm going to say something. It's like semi fascism. Okay. So basically if you are a, what he's telling you and the world is that if you're a Trump supporter at any level, If you believe in make America great again, if you believe in the Second Amendment, if you believe in lower taxes and less government, if you believe in maybe the fact that we shouldn't be fighting in any kind of silly wars across the the world that we have no interest in, then you are what he would refer to as a semi-fascist. Now, I don't know what that means. And I'm sure Joe probably doesn't even remember saying it. But at the end of the day, that is the kind of thing that will get you into so much kind of tr- it so much trouble. You're pissing off 74 million people. You really are. You just insulted 74 million people, Americans in the United States. So what he's saying is, and this and this is the philosophy of the left now. And, and you've you've probably figured this out. You're smart. What they're saying is there is no dissenting viewpoint. In America today, you can't have a dissenting opinion. You have to have the opinion that is common and and uh, uh, I guess possessed by the left. Because if you don't agree with us, then you're a fascist. I, I I've never seen anything like this. If if Donald Trump had said something like this, or he had said, oh let's see what did he what, what what were his exact words on this okay. oh yeah brave right wing let's just change this to brave left-wing americans if you want to fight against the country you'll need an f-15 if donald trump had said that or he had said that left-wingers are fascists which by the way they are <laughs> i don't have to run for office so no problem but they truly are fascists they don't even know the definition of fascism I'm having some work down here at the House. If you hear noise in the background, just I, I apologize. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, if this had been Trump saying this, they would have been calling for his impeachment, for his resignation immediately. But yet, Joe Biden is allowed to say this. And the mainstream media does not even, not a peep out of these people about it. I find that that tells you everything you need to know about how America works today. It really does. There's, there's no getting around it. I've never seen anything like this. When you can go out and you can insult half of the half of the uh, uh, the country, and nobody nobody even bats an eye. Now I shouldn't say that that no one bats an eye, and it came from the strangest the strangest source that somebody actually was pushing back on this, and it came from CNN. Don Lemon, you know the black the gay black uh, you know Don Lemon, he actually asked that uh, what is there Jean Pierre the uh, White House. Uh, press secretary now mind you this woman is terrible at her job i don't know I, I don't know what the deal is with her they picked the absolute least competent person they could find this is her but anyway don lemon asked her about that he said he said hey what did the president mean by this you know what did what did what did he what did he mean by this semi-fascist statement and that uh, you know maga uh people from the trump You know, world, or somehow or other, evil. And she said, and this is a quote: she said, and she wasn't very explicit. You know, these people they love word salad. So here's what she said: what we were seeing from Republicans these past several years is that they are attacking our democracy. Now, she doesn't go into any detail on how she's attack. We're attacking the democracy. She also said they are taking away our freedom. No explanation on that and they are trying to put on the chopping blocks something. And this is when you know the left is desperate. This is when you know the Democrats have lost their minds because they have nowhere to go. They have nothing, when you, you know they're desperate when they bring up Medicare and Social Security. That is to scare the people over 60 into believing what they're saying that's what they're doing okay so what she says is and they are trying to put on the chopping blocks Medicare and Social Security she told CNN's Don Lamone that's what we're seeing and it's being done by this element this MAGA element of the Republican Party and that's what we are trying to prevent that's what you heard from the president today what that means I have no idea no explanation. No, no, uh, uh, I mean, believe me, she could go on for an hour and they would leave her on there. But she's not going to because they have nothing. They have absolutely nothing to talk about. They're trying to scare everybody. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to tell you that there's a fascist waiting out in the street to attack you. And he's going to be a Trump supporter, he's going to be a MAGA hat wearing. Uh, a Trump supporter that's what that's what they believe a redneck with no teeth in his head chewing on a piece of uh, uh, a straw wearing his overalls that's what they're trying to portray all of us as and I can tell you right now that's not you know as well as I do that's not the case and 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 this kind of rhetoric is just dangerous it really is it's dangerous and, and they don't seem to have a problem with it they'll call they'll call the Democrat or the Republicans every name in the book but you've got antifa and and blm burning cities to the ground nobody mentions that at all nobody and and so I, I it's hard for me to take these people seriously the problem is they are in charge of the country right now and we are the ones that are going to take it on the chin over this and that's the part that i have the problem with you Now you can have these beliefs you can have this belief system i don't care but when you stole an election and, and you are now in charge and you're taking us down the wrong road. I, I, I can't, I, I, it's beyond belief what's going on in this country right now. But all I wanted to get at and all I wanted to really get across today because I really didn't put together much of a, a podcast. I, I, I did it kind of off the cuff because I'd just seen these two things and I was trying to work it in with what I saw over the weekend. And I can tell you folks, there were no fascists at, at the organization or at the event I was at on Sunday. There just wasn't um, some of the nicest people you'd ever want to run into. Some of the nicest and all colors and creeds. It, it didn't matter. They were all super nice. And, and I, I was in an event on Saturday as well in uh, another town, a larger town um, uh, here at Washington uh, Washington, Missouri. It was a it was a uh, book fair and some of the nicest people you'd ever want to run into. Absolutely. No doubt about it. They. they they try. The left right now is trying to portray each and every one of us is some kind of monster, and and that and that we I guess that we eat our young, and we want what's bad for everyone. That it couldn't be further from the truth because what I saw over the weekend was just a little snippet of uh, middle America, who we make up the majority of the uh, population in this country, the working class, we're, we're the middle class and the lower class we make up the majority of the people in this country I, I heard a saying one time that you know the elites there's just so few of them that we literally could drown them in our own urine because there's so many of us and that is absolutely accurate and what we need to do as a country is take back our country from these people because they're they're nothing but liars they're nothing but they're they're horrible horrible humans they really are joe biden is a horrible human being I mean, if he's not involved in, in uh, uh, sex trafficking and um, uh, you know, human trafficking, I would be surprised. I really would. So that's how, bad, that's how bad it's gotten in this country. We have what I would consider a, a, a distinct possibility that we have a, a president in the White House who is involved in human trafficking around the world. And in little, and little, you know, in women especially. Uh, I, I'm almost positive without any, any stretch of the imagination that Hunter Biden is involved in that. And that probably is what is on that laptop that we keep hearing about that no one wants to talk about. Maybe that eventually will come out. Maybe it will. I firmly believe that the Biden family, uh, one of the most evil families in American history, is involved in so many horrendously horrible and evil things that it, 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 it just, it baffles the mind because this is the only way this guy could have gotten to this position is to, to do it illegally. They, they stole the election in 2020. You and I both know that. And and the very fact that you can't even mention it on social media proves to me that that's what happened because if we're all lunatics, why not just let us speak? Eventually we'll go away. But when when YouTube and Facebook and Twitter refuse to acknowledge or even allow that to be said on an open platform, you know there's something to it. You've heard the old saying where there's smoke, there's fire. This is what we're looking at right here. So when when Joe Biden tries to say things like this, he is absolutely 100% insulting everyone in America. He really is. And you can be on the left and you should still feel insulted because because he's 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 grouping one uh, he's taking one group and stigmatizing them, trying to say that they're bad. But and this was the guy that was supposed to be the uniter. Remember, when his in his uh, acceptance speech, he was going to unify America. Yeah, he's he wants to unify America, and the way he's going to do that is to make sure that you only have one opinion, and that's his opinion or the left's opinion. And I, I for one won't do it. And he can say what he wants about guns, he can say about F-15s, and he knows nothing about military uh, strategies. This man has never had a real job in his whole life. So you can take whatever he says about, um, oh, I guess life in general, uh, with a grain of salt. This guy is never, ever, ever worried about a car payment, or a house payment, or a utility payment. These people are so elitist. Folks, they don't even know what you and I have for lunch. That's how bad it is. Okay. Now you factor into that a evil person with that same uh, 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 outlook on life. That's where you've got a, a, a real recipe for for destruction. You really do. So that's uh, about all I got today. That's where we stand today. And I'll be right back with the news. Hang on a second. This is the Average Joe Podcast. Average Joe Podcast. And we're back. Uh, Let's see. The first story today is uh, U.S. companies added just 132,000 jobs in August as hiring slows. Now, I think they were expecting... What was it? Sharply missing the 288,000 gain that economists surveyed by uh, this particular place had predicted. This is also below the 270,000 gain recorded in july and this is the lowest since may when employers hired just 128,000. how about that that doesn't sound good does it but we're not in a recession folks you need to remember that we are not in a recession you need to just put that out of your mind okay don't think about it even if it's true do not think about it because we're not in a recession (laughs) whatever uh let's see what was the next one here oh yeah this was a great one The White House is suggesting that Biden's $500 billion student loan handout, which they're recalculating in this, and they think it's going to be closer to $1 trillion. Um, The White House is suggesting that Biden's $500 billion student loan handout will be paid for with deficit spending. (laughs) Have you ever heard anything so stupid? I've never... uh, Now... The White House officials say President Biden's decision to cancel between $10,000 and $20,000 in student debt for millions of Americans is fully paid for because of a drop in the federal deficit, an argument that suggests the full cost of the policy will just be piled on top of the national debt. And I tend to agree with that, okay? I tend to agree with that. This is a ridiculous thing to say. I can't believe these people get away with that. I, 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 you know, it, the analogy to this is, is is a family going into debt for a hundred thousand dollars because of a medical emergency. Okay, say something happens in your in your in your family, and you end up with a hundred thousand dollars in medical emergencies. Okay, maybe somebody has a heart attack, open heart surgery. Maybe you didn't have enough insurance, whatever. And then the very next year, you go out and buy a fifty thousand dollars sports car, and you claim that it's free because we're no longer spending $100,000 per year on medical emergencies. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounds like. Who in their right mind would think that that kind of, these people don't know what they're doing. They really don't know what they're doing. And you and I are gonna pay for it. I've never seen anything like this. That analogy, I hope that made sense, but I mean, you almost have to put it in your own personal life to make it make sense. This is craziness, craziness. They're spending on a, on a credit card that has an unlimited amount of, uh, uh, you know, credit. And we are going to end up paying for this at some point. You can't spend a trillion dollars and think that deficit uh, uh, reduction over a year. Because see, here's the reason the deficit went down in uh, 2021. It's because we weren't spending money in, uh, on coronavirus uh, projects and giveaways so naturally the deficit would go down anytime that the uh the biden administration tells you that they cut the deficit that's not true it's just that we didn't spend as much we did the year before on an unprecedented event that doesn't count that doesn't count that's like when you say well we put uh, over two million people to work no you didn't what happened was those jobs came back into effect those people were working there prior to the uh, covid 19 shutdown you can't count that as a new job. You just can't. But that's the way they do it. And they love doing that. They love doing it that way. It makes them look so good. They feel so good. You can see the smiles on their faces. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that kind of logic, it just doesn't it doesn't play with me very well. Uh, let's see. The Department of Justice is opposing a special master in the Trump case. Uh, they allege that classified materials were concealed. Folks, this whole mar a <laughs> Uh, raid. Uh, look, you've had this guy in your sights. Absolutely in the crosshairs. And I'm talking about Donald Trump. The left has had him in their sights for, what, six years at least, if not more? I mean, they, they started spying on him in 2015 when he announced he was going to run for president. And they have hit him with every possibility of investigation or impeachment or... Um, Criminal charges—they've tried to bring. They've done everything. They've looked into everything that he's ever done. He has had his taxes uh, audited for years and years and years. I don't think he's ever done an au- I don't think he's ever filed an ta- income tax return that wasn't audited. Okay, and they have found absolutely nothing that they could prosecute this guy on. Nothing. And now we've got the equivalent of what's going on right now some documents at his home in Mar-a-Lago that were declassified I mean this is the equivalent I don't know if you're familiar with Seinfeld Jerry Seinfeld uh, the Seinfeld show but there was one particular episode in there where he had apparently checked out a book from the library in the 60s and they said that he had not returned it and there was a guy there of uh, uh, the book cop remember him Mr. Booker or Mr. Bookman and he was he was very serious about it he said it was you know you were breaking the law and you know your scumbags and you long-haired freaky types and all that and with not a with a deadpan delivery it was one of the funniest episodes I'd ever seen this is the equivalent of the of the library police coming after you that's all this is it is so insignificant it's not even funny But here's the thing, folks, and the thing you got to remember, what are the things that we, what are the things that are going on in the world that are important to you that we're not talking about right now? Inflation, price of gas, the war in Ukraine. I mean, go down the list. The southern border, our energy crisis, supply chains, not a word about it. We're talking about a, a, a raid on a former president's residents okay unprecedented in american history it's never been done before it's i think it was done illegally i think they violated the fourth amendment at the very least and what are we talking about we're talking about some paperwork really that's it after seven or six and a half years of investigation it's all going to come down to paperwork that you think you're going to indict this guy on and believe me they're going to indict him. Mark my words, there's no way that the left is going to go to this, these lengths and not indict this guy. They're going to. Yeah, they're going to. Whether it's going to stick. I, I mean, being arrested and being convicted are two completely separate issues. That, those two have nothing to do with one another. So that, that's not going to happen. But what it does is it takes the focus off how badly the country is being run right now and how bad Joe Biden is physically and emotionally and, and intellectually. That's what it does. Then you wanna take that focus off of that. And it's worked to some degree. I mean, it doesn't work for me. I still look at this stuff up, but it's not front page news for the average uh, news consumer. You know, I, I mean, again, I have hours of, uh, available to, to look at this stuff. Most people don't. And that's why you listen to me, right? That way you don't have to, you don't have to spend all your time online. and and sifting through this crap so anyway it's it's they're never going to get him on this there's never going to be any criminal charges that they can they can follow through on they they will indict him though they they have to they have to otherwise this whole thing has been a charade and everybody will know it so uh let's see uh next story florida rated number one in fiscal and economic freedom it says Mm -hmm. florida ranks number one in fiscal and economic freedom take second place for freedom in the US overall according to a Cato Institute index measuring personal and economic freedom. Now, govern, governor DeSantis is running against Chris uh what was it uh Crist. Yeah, on the Democratic side for governor in, in uh, September. Now, Chris went out of his way and and said that if you these people in their deplorable moments, I, mm-hmm. it's like they don't want to win. Why why would you why would you turn around and this guy was a, actually a Republican at one point. Chris, I'm having trouble remembering his first name. That's how much I care, right? But anyway, he's running on the Democratic ticket for governor. DeSantis is running on the Republican side. And Chris has the, the audacity to say that if you're a Trump supporter, that you're evil in the heart. Your heart is evil, and he doesn't want your vote anyway. Oh, that'll piss off a lot of independents. The people you need in order to win the governor's, you know, governor's mansion. What are you thinking? these people are ridiculous I they're so amateurish it's not even funny how they get these jobs it just amazes me it really does I could run a better campaign than that I could personally just from my experience at reading about them and and, and watching these things take place there are certain things you don't ever say and that's one of them they, they can't seem to get around it uh let's see oh we're still having trouble in Portland uh, by the way we're uh Apparently, we're attacking people at random in Portland. Antifa is doing this again. I, I was not aware of this. I just saw this today. Um, a Portland street mob shoots an elderly driver, accidentally kills one of their own. <laughs> so apparently, this guy, he pulled onto a street that I guess they were protesting or they were rioting, and they surrounded his car. Older individual. I'm not sure how old he was. What's the story say here? Uh, but nonetheless, I think he tried to back up and someone shot and they killed two of the participants, well, no, one of the participants, uh, he was a 20 year old, I believe his name was Cameron Taylor. Apparently he got in the way and this guy from uh, the Antifa shot him in- in- inadvertently, one of his own guys. I, I-, I had to read that, that story because I thought that was absolutely delicious. I thought that was funny, I did. Now, moving over to Europe, uh, Russia cuts off gas supply to France. That's all you need to know. People in Europe this year, this winter, are going to freeze to death. There's no doubt about it. Germany shut down all its uh, nuclear plants. It turned all its coal off. Spain has done the same thing. Um, France is the only one that didn't. They still have. They they went on a uh, nuclear power. Uh, A spree and they've got I think they'll survive but most of Europe has basically turned their back on coal and any kind of fossil fuel and they are literally going to freeze to death this year they are it's going to be horrible you you mark my words when it comes to uh, well I would say probably December probably through the Christmas season through February maybe March there are literally going to be people who are freezing to death in their homes because they cannot afford to pay for the uh, uh, their heat to be on. And we're not talking about a few people. We're talking about a lot of people. You're talking about increases in their utility bills of over 400 to 500%. People aren't gonna be able to afford that. And what's Russia do? They say, okay, the UN, you wanna take me on? You wanna be a badass? We're gonna cut off your gas supply to France. See how that works out for you. Because get, they, they, they go on the attack to, against Russia because of his invasion of Ukraine. And we're going to be badasses. Europe's going to show him. The UN. Oh, we're going to, you know, uh, 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 Belgium and uh, you know, uh, Italy. All of them. Oh, we're going to take this guy on. We'll show him. The only problem is you get all your energy from him. So he's going to cut off your supply. And you're going to freeze to death. I, I, I've i never seen anything like it. And, and what's funny is the elites will be fine. They can afford it. It's going to be the poor people, the working class, that are going to suffer on this one. And they had absolutely nothing to do with it. They were told that Russia was evil and that Putin was a madman. But what's funny is try and find anything about Russia and Ukraine today in a newspaper. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody cares. They don't. So there's where we're at in Europe and believe me there are people who are going to freeze to death and I feel really sorry for them. And there are people who are going to starve to death in Africa, the Middle East, uh, parts of eastern Asia, it's it's going to be terrible and we in the united states are not going to fare much better i think we will still have power uh this winter but i think food's going to be a little tougher to find i do and it's going to be very expensive and uh, especially once the harvest is in in october and november you'll see prices starting to rise so i would suggest you stock up because you never know uh let's see oh the biden administration now mind you uh we're, we've got an open border in the, on, the, on the southern border. We're letting people come across just anytime they feel like it. And Governor Abbott, who has had enough of this, the governor of Texas, he started busing uh, illegal immigrants to New York City because he said, hey, if you're a uh, sanctuary city, you should love to have these people up there. So I think he's bussed over a couple of thousand up there. And the mayor of uh, New York is about to have a, a cow over this because... They have no place, and they have no they have no place for them. They have no resources to support them, and he's he's crying foul. I don't know what to tell you. If you're a sanctuary city, you should love that. But again, I go back to the NIMBY issues of the world, not in my backyard. It's the same thing with the elitists. They talk a great game, and they'll tell you they'll tell you that all this needs to be done, especially when it comes to energy and uh, global warming, or climate change, depending on how you want to phrase it and but at the end of the day they don't want they don't want anything in their backyard and they certainly don't want a bunch of homeless people uh wandering around the streets of new york city so this that this this they they called this a, a uh, pr stunt i believe uh Pippi longstocking uh miss miss uh Psaki said that the the last speaker um the last uh white house uh, spokesman she said it was a a, a, a a pr stunt by abbott well i got news for you it must be working because now now the funny thing is uh, the city of el paso okay now this is a government the city of el paso is sending buses to new york city with undocumented uh, uh individuals in it and guess who's reimbursing them for that 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 outlay of money fema how about that so apparently the bit the biden administration is is okay with busing illegal migrants from El Paso to New York City as well. And, and that just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Again, I go back to the, uh, the issue of human trafficking. I guarantee you Joe Biden's involved in this. They're busing and they're flying children, unaccompanied minors, all over the country. And that is for sex trafficking. I guarantee it is. And it's a sad thing to say. that That usually, that usually is a precursor to the fall of an empire. You look back at the Roman Empire, that's what happened in the Roman Empire in their latter days, and their last days, when sex becomes the next big money maker and they start using children to do this. And I, and I think they should all be shot. I do. I, I would not have any problem at all. I, I could stop a lot of this. I really could. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Trump doubles down on calls for a new elect, new elections over the FBI's handling of the Hunter laptop story. That's not going to happen. I, I, I thought that was kind of stupid that he even said that because it's, it, that's just not going to happen. It, it, they're not going to rerun an election. Just saying that makes you look stupid. Don't say that. Don't say that. Do me a favor and tell me whether or not you're going to run this time. How about we do that? You know, and sometimes Trump, he, he's kind of childish at times. I don't think that was a good idea. Uh, let's see. Here's another one biden gets saucy with a child in the crowd okay this 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 girl is apparently nine years old and he said how how are you baby how old are you and i tell you what folks when you've seen coming from anyone else that statement may not be as ugly and as creepy as it could be but the fact that joe biden is known as a kind of a weirdo when it comes to girls and the way he sniffs their hair, plays with their hair when they're standing—you know—I mean, children. He is not familiar with. Not like it's part of his family. Total strangers. The way he's done this. This guy is. This guy is sick at a level I don't think is I've ever seen before. This man should be behind bars. He really should. He is a. I, God knows what goes on in the White House. God knows what goes on. It really does. I want to be the first one to buy a book, of of a tell-all of what went on in this White House. Because it's got to be god-awful. It just has to be. Between his dementia and the fact that he wears a diaper all the time, he doesn't know where he's at most of the time. And this sick, perverted way he talks to children is beyond anything I've ever seen in my 63 years on this planet. I've never seen anything like this. It's horrible. It's horrible. And this, again, I want to pre-order those, those books immediately. Whoever's going to write one, I want to hear about it. Okay. So, anyway, that's all I got today, and uh, I hope I was at least entertaining. I know I was all over the place, and uh, uh, I apologize for that, and I'll get better as I go. Now, by the way, I'm going on vacation here in a couple of days. I'm going to try and do a podcast tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll get one done um, Thursday or Friday as well before we leave, but we're going to leave. We're going to be gone for about a week. Uh, We'll be in Mexico, Um, so I'm going to try and do what I can to 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 get some uh, um, you know get some some uh, information out there to you I, I'd like to do that I may do one on the on the beach or something so we'll see we'll see how it works out all right well you guys all have a good day do me a favor uh, be careful out there and if you get a chance pass this along to someone else or mention it to someone else I would really appreciate it and uh, we will talk again tomorrow and remember it's uh, August 31st and Joe Biden is by far the worst president in American history. Let's go Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.